Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk podcast slash YouTube slash We Do It All. As always, I'm your host, John. Very happy to be here. My boy, Jay. I already know you're happy to be here, Jay. After this big game two win, how you doing, my brother? Needed it. Needed it, Jay. Well, I mean, obviously, it was a must win for the Warriors. They got it done, but we got ourselves a series, Jay. This is this is uh, back and forth. What we expected, we knew this was going to be a long series, but um first one was a tale of different different totally different story than tonight but man jay we got ourselves a series one man one. jay you said it best jay we got man. ourselves we got ourselves a series and i mean i think everyone in their right mind has this going seven so you know this is this is no doubt uh just 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 great finals matchup and mm-hmm. uh honestly jay what, what what we got here is just a quick episode we're gonna quickly review uh games one and two just kind of talk about some things that we saw and this is for you know those those people out there like how we mentioned last time y'all just too busy y'all ain't got the time to come to, to come and watch the game so good come get with clutch talk we'll get you right we'll let y'all know how things is going like how like how my boy jay did last time he told y'all how the Warriors and how the Celtics got here. So that's exactly what we're going to do today. We're just going to talk about game ones and two. Um, Jay, we unfortunately got to start with game one. <laughs> I know that's unfortunate for you to have to hear, Jay, but uh, we unfortunately do got to start with game one. Game one was on Thursday, uh, June 2nd. The Celtics took that one, 120-108. Um, you know, f- f- early in the game, I thought it was going to be over quick. I seen Curry put that quick 20, 21 points in the first quarter. I was like, wow, if the Celtics are struggling to put up 28 and Curry himself puts up 21, I thought it was mm-hmm. about to be over quick. The Celtics dropping on Curry's pick and rolls, not watching for none of those Warriors backdoor cuts. It, 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 it was a mess, Jay. But talk to me a little bit about what you saw from that first quarter any, or anything from that first half. Yeah, I mean, Jay, right away, like you said, the drop coverage. I was I was shocked by what what the the Boston's game plan. Um, Udoka had those bigs dropping down low, and you you said that's a recipe disaster. I mean, Steph Steph was walking into those threes. That that's practice. Those are practice shots for him. I understand for on Boston's point of view, that's an easy adjustment though. Like they were able to adjust right away. You saw Marcus Smart. They showed him talking in the timeout. Says. You know, step up on that, make him create, make him finish down the low, the lane because that's Boston's one number one advantage defensively is because they got right. Like I said, uh, in in the preview, we talked about um, them using their length at the rim. Still, all those guys, even the wings, we've seen them cut, get blocks time after time um, using their length to defend. We saw Derek White blocks, but that was a simple adjustment they made. And then, I mean. Jay, Boston could not miss um, in game one. And I, I think they, they it seemed to me that they played, no one had picked them to win game one. I mean, we saw on ESPN, no one, no one chose Boston, um, number one, to win the series a lot. No, and they understood that. They came out, played with the chip on their shoulder, played with a sense of urgency. They're winning a lot of those 50-50 balls. Um, and they said, they said, we got it. They did their job. You know, they, you, on on the road, you want to steal. You got to steal one game. Doesn't matter if it it comes um, from from a, a hot shooting night from, from some guys. You'll take a win on the road in the NBA Finals. Any chance you can get, and that's what Boston did. So they're coming back home with this series tied one one. Regardless of the outcome tonight, Jay, I think I think that you're happy if you're the Celtics. 
Man, I mean, I mean, you you got to be Jay. And then mm-hmm. you talked about, you know, you, you talked about the, that that head scratching defense, and yeah, that you know mm-hmm. they, they were able to to get it together in the second quarter of that game one. Uh, but that's when the Celtics held Curry to to zero points in that second quarter, and that's actually something I wanted to ask you, Jay. So I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking about Stephen Curry, the great the, the greatest shooter of all time, and I understand that the Celtics kind of switched up their defensive scheme to not drop as much. But I, in my opinion, I think in that second quarter, Curry was 0 for 2 from the field and 0 for 1 from the 3. I just think, in my opinion, you got to be more aggressive. You got to, as the best shooter on to ever touch God's green earth in the NBA finals, you got to be more aggressive. Like, I, I don't even care if they're up on that, pressing up. So how do you feel about that, Jake? Did you want to see him try to force some or keep swinging it? Absolutely. I, I, you got it. You got to be you're, you're Stephen Curry. Like I said, you know, before I, I think he's got to be the best player in the series for the Warriors or just in the series for in order for the, them to do that. I thought these about for three quarters, about seven quarters. He has been I thought tonight. I mean, he's like we, we saw what he did tonight. Just un, unreal. Um, but but yeah, Jay, the, to answer your question, I do think he's got to be more aggressive because even if he's not knocking down shots he's got it he's got to at least take them put pressure on the defense from the perimeter um allow guys to create create space and other opportunities like tonight you know he was tacking the rim we saw a lot of those times and those drop-off passes to the post drying up drying another defender and it's easy dunk for Kavon Looney's for for Otto Porter for uh Dr- Draymond guys in the dunker spot so just putting that pressure he's got to be aggressive Jay um every single game every single possession and we saw tonight they went to I know we're talking about game one but tonight they went to the on ball screen and Boston had no answer for that I expect them to make adjustments but yeah he's got to be aggressive long story short Jay absolutely Jay and I and I mean I think I I think uh maybe maybe you flew to the Bay Area Jay at halftime and you talked to Curry at halftime of that game one because game get because third quarter halftime I don't know what was said to Curry but the Warriors just they, they got to be the deadliest third quarter team in the league man game one yeah. 38 points popping them popping the Celtics out the water man and then real quick Jay because over here you know we got to give our roses and our flowers and Jay your guy Otto you talked about the x factor Jay your guy Otto came up big in that third uh, our guy Wiggins that we that we also talked about yeah. being a, a x factor came up big with 12 points in that third quarter some huge stops on 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 Jason Tatum but ultimately Jay unfortunately that ended up that third quarter run from the Warriors ended up just being the calm before the storm because the Celtics ended up outscoring the Warriors 40 to 16 in that that um that fourth quarter played some amazing team ball on both ends. I mean, it's offensively it scored 40 points in the quarter and it wasn't just a one, a one, a one team thing. I mean, we seen Al mm-hmm. score 11, JB score 10, Y Pritchard, all hit, all, mm-hmm. all hit some big shots uh, defensively. I mean, Clay Thompson was the leading scorer in the second half with five points. So I, I ended mm-hmm. up really being all, 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 all that she wrote, but I mean, for that game one, Jay, you said it best. It was just game full of runs, nine lead mm-hmm. changes, five times, uh, five times the game was tied. But I just it all really all it was was that the Celtics got the last run on on that game one. Mm-hmm. This is an evenly matchup, both great teams on offense and defense. And I just think that game one, the Celtics got the last last mm-hmm. last I guess last laugh or last run. I guess that's how yeah. you would say. Would you Would you agree with that, Jay? Absolutely. And I think it, it, from a from a defensive standpoint, Golden State was not locked in. And and when when they went on that run, yes, they're hitting some tough shots. Derek White. Al Horford, they're hitting tough shots, almost uncharacteristic. Marcus Smart was locked in. 
one place sticks out to me and I got to talk about it, Jay. I think, believe it was in, when they're making their run in the fourth quarter when Marcus Smart skipped through the lane, did the behind the back, you know, behind mm-hmm. the back and then floated it up. I just said to myself, hey, I, I, I don't know if the Warriors are going to win this. The second play that kind of solidified that was when Derek White hit that double clutch three in, in Curry's eye. I just said, oh, this is looking like Boston's night because you you get those shots, those type of shots and those type of plays on the road in a game one, that just brings your confidence level. It keep, keeps it rising. And Boston was playing so loose. And I think a lot of that to do was, like I said earlier, that playing with that chip on the shoulder, saying that no one picks us to win. We're playing with house money. Like no one picked us to win anyway. So we, we know how good we are. And that's exactly what they did. They played like, man, everyone counting us out except us. But credit to, to the Warriors. They flipped the script. Uh, in game two, but Boston just come away with game one. Um, unbelievable effort in that fourth quarter. Warriors offensively could get no, they got no easy looks. And a lot to do with that was Boston defensively, just locked in, communicating, um, playing aggressive, physical. And, and Warriors just had no answer to that run, like you said. And, and, and that was the game there. Man, man, Jay. And then and then last point I want to bring up here, Jay, before we do get to this uh, to this game two breakdown. I just want to say I don't know, Jay, that I didn't really feel Jason Tatum's presence in that. And I know he didn't have a great game, Mm -hmm. but even this game, even this game, I didn't feel Jason Tatum's presence like I've felt it. And and you know how you've been talking about the heat. You've been talking about how you haven't been feeling the heat's fans. I just I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, Jay, but I'm just not. This isn't the same killer Jason Tatum that Mm -hmm. I've been seeing. And to, to and, and this is only a point talking to game one. So tell me if you agree with this, Jay. So I didn't really feel Jason Tatum's presence throughout the game, which is not great for the Celtics. But in mm-hmm. my opinion, it's in, in anything worse for the Warriors because they Celtics were able, still able to take that game one. Do you mm-hmm. agree with that, Jay? Or, or do you think that's kind of stre- stretching it? No, I, I, I didn't feel Tatum. But when I said when, when we talked about affecting the ways you heard Mark, Mark Jackson talk about affecting the game in other ways than scoring. And Tatum had 13 assists in game one. I think that was a huge part of, of his playmaking. I remember one play that stuck out to me in the fourth quarter, also during that run, um, Jason Tatum got down the lane, got that by, by Wiggins, I believe. Um, Looney stepped up, or I think it was Draymond who stepped up, and Al Horford was in the dunker spot right there on, on, on the wing, and he knocked down that mid-range shot. And I just said, that's just such a smart, heady play by Jason Tatum. If we go back maybe a year or two, I don't even know if he makes that play, honestly, Jay. Um, he Because we see – that's why I say the flashes are there of his progression as a player. Um, but but he's, they get the, the Celtics need him to be the best player on the floor um, in order for them to win this series. Like they were, But they stole game one regardless of that performance, but you took some heroic performance from Derek White. Al Horford and, and if you're Boston you can't rely on that night to night although Derek White's been pl- having playing great up to that he kind of didn't play as well tonight but that's what you expect from a role player like Al Horford Derek White but you need your stars to step up Jalen Brown's been playing solid he had a great game one started out hot tonight but Jay you need Jason Tatum to be the best player on the floor night to night if you're the Celtics and you want to come come away with this series Absolutely, Jay. That's that was going to be the follow up. Does, does mm-hmm. Jason Tatum? Yes, you know Derek White came up big, and mm-hmm. uh, Marcus Smart and all these other players. But Jason Tatum has to be there, right? If the Celtics mm-hmm. really want to host that trophy at the end, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. Jay, he can't be minus twenty six 
his wor- hey. worst plus minus of his career. We saw that hey. stat at the end of the game. That's unacceptable. I don't care if you're if you're on the floor. You like I said, you got to be the best player on the floor. Like obviously there's there were, it was a it was a blowout tonight, but you can't allow that to happen when you're when you're the best player. You're a superstar, generational talent like Jason Tatum. Own that. Own that. You 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 true. You're playing for for 24, and I respect the hell out of that. But you, you know if you're you're gonna carry his legacy then carry his legacy man because I, I i think he's a great player um and he's got to take over this series so let's see how we respond back home jay you 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 brought up you, you read my mind jay i want to <laughs> ask you real quick is he doing a little too much because I, I i'm seeing some people saying jason tatum stop like and, and i get it he's, he's trying to carry on the legacy 100 percent respect it i'm cool with it some people have a problem with it are you cool with it Bro, social media and shit's weird. Yeah, like he hates man. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Like if he wants to carry on, carry on uh, his his mentor, his a duty looks up to his legacy. Then by all means, he can say whatever he wants, dude. Like man, you, who, who who is who are these judge warriors, man? Yeah, I can't, I can't. No, I think I think I, I love it, man. I love um, Tatum. He can, bro. People can do what they want. You, it's a free cut, bro. Say man, what you want, no. do what you want. Honor your friend, honor his legacy, man. I have. No problem with that. Okay, I just wanted to. I just wanted nah, to catch the because no. I'm right there with you, Jay. I don't know yeah. why everybody's hating on him for that, man. But nah. all right, all right, Jay. So let's keep it pushing, <laughs> and let's and let's get to this crazy game two that we just seen. The Warriors pulled off this one, 107-88. Jay, I don't know if you want to go first with this. Just talk to us about some things you've seen. Uh, some just some things you like from this game. Number one. We talked about how just lo- I talked about how locked in they were. It was just a different energy. Number one, it was a must win, but I just felt like night and day effort defensively. That's where the game was won defensively. But you know who was back in the lineup, Jay, Miss Mr. Payton, Gary Payton the second. And I talked about him being not an X factor. I th- obviously I talked about Otter Porter, who's been playing great these past- first two games, but his ability. To, to guard the perimeter was huge. We, it, it, as soon as he stepped on the floor, you could tell Jalen Brown, um, you, you, you feel him right there. You're, if you're J- Jason Tatum, you feel him on the per- perimeter. Obviously, he's giving up about five, six inches um, height-wise, but he's in, in their shirts. He's in their shirts. Like, as soon as they, they step on, like, full court, 94 feet. First possession, um, and then, first possession yeah, he got in the possession. game. He was right first, in, bro. I feel you right in him, right in him, right in. And you feel that right away. If you're Boston, you're a playmaker. And I always, I also, I also said that Boston, what are the, what's their one weakness? I still don't believe they have a primary playmaker, ball handler. Um, ball handler. And Jalen Brown was it's, as crafty as he is. I feel like he struggles handling the ball, which is, it's crazy to me. He struggles dribbling. I, I even think Jason Tatum, is loose and, and casual with the ball at times too. And that's the wrong person to be casual with. Uh, if you're, if, if you're around Gary, wrong Payton. team yeah, to be yeah. casual with. Wrong, wrong team. Cause we, as good as Boston's defenses, I think golden state, these are two of the best defensive teams in the NBA, like going back and forth. So that's energy and effort right away. Jay, that, that was energy and effort from the warriors and, and Boston had no answer for that tonight. Um, but but how would you like what what's your theme or or what do you got from from game two? Yeah, yeah, Jay. I mean, I think I think the Celtics, you know, they came out 
uh, on fire. They were, they were five for five on really. And then on defense end, they were really holding it down. And I just want to give a quick shout out to Jalen Brown because game one, mm-hmm. he was extremely aggressive all game, getting to the cup. Game two kept the same energy going. You know, you don't usually see that mm-hmm. within uh, w- within players. So as you know, big ups, big ups to Jalen Brown. And then one of the first things I noticed from the Warriors side is that they switched. They they had um, they had uh, Clay Thompson on Al, Hor- Al-, Al-, Al Horford this time. And I think and I think that's a good switch to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. That's something that I think that I'm I'm more comfortable with if like from from the worst perspective. But even more than mm-hmm. that, I think the Warriors should rock with a zone, man, because we've seen how killer and deadly their zone has has has, has been. Um mm-hmm. I just don't know if it's just and it's sad to say because we knew how great of a, a defender Clay Thompson was, but I just mm-hmm. don't think he he got it in him anymore to be able to stay with a player like Jalen Brown. Nah. So that's why I think they need to run that zone. It's they mm-hmm. they're they're a well disciplined team uh, and I just think it's 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 gonna be just gonna be more beneficial for their defense. Jay, are you feeling feeling me on that, or are you not feeling the zone? I, I think the zone is uh, is is a great great option to go with for the Warriors. But the only thing is, you, you gotta when you're playing players and superstars the caliber of of Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown, you gotta switch up the defensive constantly, which is good because I know that was another thing defensively. They knew their scheme so well and they're executing to a T we didn't see those same open looks that we saw in game one, the, the, the closeouts were a little tighter got Boston guys weren't shooting with that, that, that confidence that we saw because the guys were in their shirts. Those closeouts were right on hand on the ball. And yes, did they knock down some, some, some tough shots they did, but you're going to live with those defensively. Like I even look at Jason Tatum, like he's in his bag, he's creating, he's hitting those tough, fadeaway jumpers one sticks out when he hit that fadeaway on Gary Payton you if you're the Warriors that's a low percentage shot and you'll take that anytime um compared to a, a Derek White wide open close late close out rotation um three if you're Boston you take those any day of the week um if you're Golden State on the flip side so that energy effort and then Jay I was waiting after a abysmal performance, I know we said in the the, the group chat, we, we um, Junior said about um, Clay, Draymond Green <laughs> about Draymond, and it, it was it was hilarious because it's true. I thought game one his performance was dis- disgusting. Jay, I just felt like he wasn't locked in um, defensively. The the shots he was taking, the Boston's credit in game one, they were forcing him to take those those threes, those late second because they were given. And tonight he just came with that dog energy from the start. He's first talking. Play. He's he's John. Yeah, he's John. <laughs> the the first play with Al Horford, it was just a different type of drama, and that's infectious. From your leader, you see your guy getting after the defensive end. I thought that from the jump, his 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 energy and effort rubbed off on the whole team. Um, he's talking the whole game, and that's what he's. That's what. That's why they have him. He's he's the Dennis Rodman. He's he's the guy that's not going to show up in the box scores, but he's going to, he's going to do the things that you need to win games. Um, as, as simple as Marcus Smart is to the, to the Celtics, Draymond is to the Warriors. So man, sure, great sure. performance night and, and day. From, and and from Jay, Jay, I got, I got to ask you being just a basketball fan, mm-hmm. just spe- and especially being a Warriors fan, 
and especially you are a podcast host yourself. Mm. Jay, how did you feel about Draymond? Because look, I, I, I understand both sides of things. I understand like, bro, what are you doing? Lock in, it's the mm. NBA Finals. Because Jay, we host a podcast. We know mm. that it's not just hop on, all right you know what i'm saying like it's not it's not as easy as that that's not maybe from the outsider perspective it looks as easy as that but it's really not and if he's Mm -hmm. hosting the podcast which he's hosting on his own i think there's got to be some familiar like some work that comes in some groundwork Mm -hmm. absolutely is that distracting to you i personally don't have i personally don't have a problem with it i think Mm -hmm. i think he's a grown man he's gonna make his own decisions but i i I definitely i understand the side of things where yeah you need to lock in bro but Mm -hmm. if he's if he's bringing it like tonight do you have a problem how does jay hill feel about it i i think it has its its pluses and minus first of all i think yeah like you said people always expect basketball players to not have a life outside (laughs) of that for real i i I love like you said it's another it's a man (laughs) his passions and he he's good at it he's good at podcasting i i know I enjoy listening to to what he has said. Is some of it kind of, and that 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 leads me to the to the to the other part, the p, other piece when he's giving his critiques and and game pad and strategies. I feel like that only helps the opposing team. <laughs> I don't really know if it's if, if it's helping him and the his cause, but he still does it regardless. Um, and, and I think it only it only can get worse. It can only get worse in the sense that it some of the things he says can backfire, but. I, I just think, bro, it's 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 what he does. He he obviously likes doing it. So it's an escape, man. We we they're they're people, not just basketball players. Man. You got to understand that. So I got Jay. I we know we're we're podcasters as well. I don't got a problem with it. I don't got do a problem you, with it. I don't do got you, a problem. Hey, do yeah, do you Dre? Yeah, yeah, hey, I don't got a problem. The the only way I'd have a problem with it is if he's like consistently playing bad. Then, because then I'm yeah. thinking like, all right, well then you yeah. you you're clearly need to do something different here. But if Agreed. he's performing like this game too, then we can't Agreed. can't. I feel I feel like we can't we can't even game get him. one. Then we all have some issues, <laughs> man. All right, Jay. All right, Jay. So then let's let's you know uh, the the we talk about the first first half and game game two again. The Warriors have a a, a crazy third third quarter outscore the Celtics thirty five to fourteen. Uh, once again, they outscore the Celtics by 21 points in the th- third quarter, just like how game one, um, just like how game one, third quarter. And Jordan, mm-hmm. after Jordan Poole and Clay Thompson didn't have the greatest first half, they cut, co- they come back and have, and have a good bounce back, um, you have g- good bounce back second half, a lot more productive, uh, especially Jordan Poole and Jay, we talked about Jordan Poole and his importance. And I mean, you, you, you were the one that brought up, uh, how many open shots and how many open looks he is going to get because the defense is focusing on Clay Thompson, Stephen Curry, and boy, did that come out this game. Uh, Jay, what, 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 do you have any words to talk about uh, Jordan Poole? Cause I know you've been on him for a minute, Jay. It's a pool party. It's, <laughs> it's a, a pool, pool party. party. That nah, shot was Jay, crazy, Jay. That shot was crazy at the, to end the third quarter. I, I said, okay, I, I, the game was getting a little out of reach at that point, but that might've been, the nail in the coffin for Boston, but, but, but I, I just think it's, we're going to see those inconsistencies as well. You know, he's a young player, a rational confidence. He's the most confident player on the floor, to be honest, I feel like, and that has, it's, it's good and bad at times. Right. And, and when on nights like these, when he's, when he's on, when he's playing and that energy and efforts there on the defensive end, when I think he's at his best, we didn't see, we saw what well, we saw in game one, he was on, almost unplayable, honestly, the, a terrible defor- uh, performance in game one where he's getting picked on. 
time after time on the defensive end. And tonight I thought he ratcheted it up. You know, he wasn't a negative defensively. And what does that do when you're playing, you're giving effort on the defensive end, you start hitting shots. Just, Just the way basketball works, how the game works, the basketball gods, they reward you for giving that effort on on both sides of the floor. And not only that for the, for the Warriors as a team, but Poole, we saw him in that third quarter, just, just catch fire dog. And, and, and like I said, the reason why I thought the, the Warriors would be successful in this series, Jay was um, kind of a pick or poison kind of thing. Like you got three shoot, you got three great shooters and, and Poole Thompson and, and Curry, but obviously Clay's been off this, this whole series, but it's scary because if all three of them on it's, it's tough to beat, and we saw both that both Curry's been playing well, but tonight, Mister Mister Pool Pool Party was was having <laughs> having himself a night, Jay. It's but a what pool do, party, you, Jay. What do you think the What do you think the difference was offensively tonight for the Warriors? Do you think it was lapses more so defensively for, for the Celtics, or what changed the way besides like the pick and roll? We saw them going back to the pick and roll. Um, with with Curry and they, they really had no option. I thought I thought we're, we I was gonna see, we we're gonna see blitzes from the defense uh, from Boston on Curry. Maybe we'll see that in Game Three. But what do you think the difference was um, offensively and why they're getting such I think open the, looks? I think the biggest difference, Jay, is the turnovers. If you look at the turnovers from Game One, it was it. it I don't I don't have the exact number pulled up for, for Game mm-hmm. One, but for Game Two, they had. 12 turnovers. They're averaging 14 turnovers in the playoffs. So for them to have mm-hmm. for so for the Warriors to have less turnovers than they're even averaging, I I, I don't think I I don't think that's been happening throughout the season. And even you said it that mm-hmm. too many silly turnovers. And yeah. as as we've seen in game one and as we've seen throughout the season, like sometimes the Warriors just get kind of loosey-goosey and it's the way they play. It's the way they play. Yeah. So I understand yeah. they get loosey-goosey and it be and it gets way too many turnovers and that kills mm-hmm. any offensive flow, any offensive momentum in this game. That was it was the opposite. The Celtics were actually continuously turning uh, uh, ch- uh turning the ball over but another thing that i think was uh, another big difference between game one and game two was um in game one i mean we we saw the celtics ha- uh dropping on curry's pick and rolls just not really doing all that mm-hmm. great stuff in, in early in the game fixed it and then and then they got it together later on the game i think game two they came out they came out hard uh they were up on curry screens and then i don't know what happened in the third quarter they just i know i'm not trying to take away all the credit from the Warriors. They did their thing, mm. but it was a lot of dropping on, on, on Curry's screen. And, and it, mm. any for, for Stephen Curry, for the greatest shooter of all time, anything yeah. besides being up and blitzing is, is, is too low. And Mark, mm. Mark Jackson said it. He said, you might as well just be at the rim for Stephen Curry. Mm. You might as well just be at the rim because mm. if you're not up on a player like that, it's just too, it's just, it's just, it's going to be a three every single time, man. So right. that, that, that's the biggest thing I think. What about you, Jay? Yeah, and 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 I also noticed I talked about the energy and effort, Jay, and I, I agree with that. There was a lot of de- lapses defensively from Boston in that third quarter, um, but plays were being also, and then add into the mix the turnovers, and then you're you're adding in also the drop the mistakes and coverages that Boston had, and you're not blitzing Curry. I think you get if you're Boston, you're kind of in a dilemma because they do. That's also another reason because you say there's also other shooters on the floor, but I'm still, if I'm Boston, I'm willing to live with a guy who's Clay Thompson, who struggled this series, force him to make shots, force an inconsistent at times. 
and streaky score like pool to make shots and you'll live with curry not beating you honestly i, I think, mean i would I'll live with literally anybody on this earth besides Stephen Curry. Shooting exactly. that. So like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you, Jay. And then, and mm-hmm. you, and you brought up a great point, Jay, that I actually want to ask you. And that's Clay Thompson, right? He's been struggling. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, no doubt that he's been struggling. Um, in my opinion, I think Clay's been a little trying, trying to do too much. In my opinion, uh, trying to put the ball on the ground, trying to create off the dribble, and I, and I get it, he can do that, but that's not what his role on the Warriors is. I think his role mm-hmm. on the Warriors is to run off these screens played some great defense and i understand two injuries it's hard to, to slide like that on defense um but yeah. i think he's he, he doesn't need to, he shouldn't try to do too much shouldn't try to go outside the box i think it's curry's role on that team to put the ball on the ground and create off the dribble and then find your find your clays and your pools cutting but i think that clay's been really not 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 fully there number say it as well too but jay my question to you is does Clay Thompson have to be there for the Warriors to be the team that hosts up the Larry O'Brien at the end of this series, Jay? Or can he I, continue like this? I, I don't think they can continue. I, I expect it to turn around, but they need to, him to be a better version. I don't. I think the days of expecting consistent Clay game six Clay is tough. But if you, I think they need at least one or two, two more performances. Obviously, now it's it's three more wins. But if they can get one one of those kind of performances and then more more playing to his averages they can't ha- they can't have a 11 point this kind of shooting performance if he's shooting closer to 40 percent from the three-point line knocking down the open ones and not forcing those shots like you said rushing it looks like he's not catching shots and shooting them in rhythm which is which is huge for him um he's not setting his base doesn't look look set from from his from a shooting aspect so they definitely need a better version to answer your question um, to, to get this done. Can they get it done without him playing at the best? Yes. With this, but I think with this version, you think so? Th- I don't think with this version, especially, th- especially when you go to Boston, although Boston hasn't been the best at home, I still think they're going to knock down some more shots, which is weird. I, Boston's playing, been playing better on the road this whole series. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what, what, what happens there in Boston if he can get things going. But they, they need a better version. Um, certainly can't, can't have these kind of performances where he's giving up defensively. Um, and also, I will say this, Jay. With Clay, I noticed times when he's not making shots, he's, he's, he's struggling at the offensive end. It tri- trickles down over to the defensive end, which is huge. There was one play where he missed kind of a fadeaway jumper. I forget. In the he first clapped half. like that? Yeah, clapped like that and mm-hmm. then gave up a three. Uh, I think it was at a foul or a three. It led to a, a, a wide yeah. – uh, someone made a play right after. And it was because he didn't run, run back. He was frustrated, and then it translated. It trickled over to the defensive end and led to a defensive la- lapse. So that can't happen because, like I said, if you give that energy and effort on the defensive end, it's going to tr- translate to to the offensive end. If you're especially if you're Clay, you're looking to get a rhythm. So uh, can't allow that lot to I'll allow those lapses to happen, especially on the road, because you will get burned um, if that if you try to do that in Boston. And I, yeah, absolutely, Jay. I'm 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 right there with you. I think that I I mean I definitely think that that Kurt, uh that that Clay's got to be. And, and I'm not even talking talking Game Six Clay. I'm not even talking mm-hmm. uh, no, back in the, back when yeah. when the Warriors were were constantly going to the championship. Like it's 
like not to be rude, but it's just it's over. Too many injuries, unfortunately. Like it's just mm-hmm. it, and this it, this year. I think this year it's this year. It's 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 too much to ask him. I agree. And yeah. this, I, I yeah. So so I, I just yeah. I I think mm-hmm. yeah. I so I think I think that Clay. I think like how you said we, we can't expect that Clay Thompson anymore. But I at least uh, I think that for the Warriors to be able to win and be hosting that Larry O'Brien at the end of the at the end of the series, I think. Clay Thompson needs to be at, at, at either a that knockdown shooter that he is or a, 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 a deadly defender, right? Like he, mm-hmm. he can't, like how you said on both, like how you said, um, be missing shots on one end and then clapping and not getting back on the other mm-hmm. end and all these things like that. Just, that, that just can't be happening. Uh, not only because he's so important to the team, but also when he's not, when he's not like, operating at the level of clay thompson that makes the def- the defenses focus so much more on stephen curry and just make things so much harder on curry and that it's just it's like when you said jay when pool and clay are hidden it opens up the floor so much for curry that it's mm-hmm. it practically becomes it practically becomes really impossible to beat him so i definitely right. think that if, if the warriors want to want to win clay's gotta clay's gotta step that up and at least just be a, a, a master at a defense or a, be a master at these knockdown shots man mm-hmm. But all right, yeah. Jay. So, uh, do you got you got you got anything else you want to add here, Jay? Well, my question is, what do you what do you if you're a Boston, what are you changing? What are you looking at? Number one, what are you taking away from this road trip? And then, what are you looking to change in Game Three? Because now the pressure does shift to Boston to protect home court. You know, you want to keep that. You know, you definitely want to get Game Three. Game Three is kind of a decider. One team's going to go up. But you you want to protect you want to you want to come out with good energy, good effort, and a lot of intensity, especially at, on the home court. Give this give the fans of Boston something to cheer about early. But what are you looking to, to do, game plan wise, and adjustments if you're Boston going going to uh, going to Wednesday Wednesday night? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, number one, number one thing I'm doing is definitely focusing on limiting those turnovers. I, I Celtics usually on a team that turn, that turns over the ball. 18 times uh, but mm-hmm. but uh but it, it, every you know everybody has those games but that's something that I definitely would focus on another thing is the points in the paint man I mean the Warriors are it's pretty clear no they are not a big team they should not be mm-hmm. killing you in the paint they outscore the Celtics this game 40 to 24 in the paint I think that's horrendous that's a big problem on Al it's a big problem on Robert Williams I know Robert mm-hmm. Williams uh uh got got banged up at his knee right banged up at his knee in the, in the game but I think 14 minutes for Robert Williams is just simply not enough by, by, by uh, Yudoka. He needs to, he needs to, he needs to give it some more, uh, especially because Robert Williams is, I think the, the, the biggest weakness from, from the Warriors, that, that big man, that, that, that is hard in the paint. And I think Robert Williams is exactly that. So he need he needs to see more minutes. Uh, Jason Tatum can't have another <laughs> negative 36, a negative 36 plus minus um, Al Horford can't have two points. I just think, but I just think the big, biggest thing I would say, man, is uh, remembering that you cannot drop on Stephen Curry. Like just, yeah. I don't know what you got to do, like drill it in your mind, you can't drop. I don't care if it's first quarter, third quarter. I don't care how tired you are. Step up. And it doesn't even matter who it is, even if it's Al Horford. I'd rather have Al Horford get smoked on an island and then have the help defenders come and help and collapse than have Curry have a walk-in three every time after the uh, the, the, the pick and roll, Jay. But what, what, yeah. what, do, what do you think on the Celtics side of things? Yeah, the, it's getting the ball out of Curry's hands. You got to throw some doubles, give him different looks. 
at least even if he's coming up, coming off and you're not going to blitz him every single time, I think you got to blitz him a few times, um, get the ball out of his hands and, and kind of not know what to expect when he's coming off that hole. You blitz a few times and try to throw him off rhythm wise because a rhythm player, if he gets going, he sees one or two go down. It might be night over uh, for the Celtics. So you, you don't want to allow him to get rhythm. You want to kind of t- try to take his rhythm away as much as possible um, from the from the jump. And then offensively, if you're if you're the Celtics, you just got to look to generate better looks on the offensive end, not as much isolation. I know that's why as 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 great and, and transcendent as a player as Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, there a lot of their offense is generated through through um, isolation, right? Yeah. And it's, t- it's tough to replicate, right? So if you're the Warriors, you're living with that. But when they were most successful, they're getting into the paint, drawing, getting, forcing the Warriors to get into rotations and getting some easy looks. And they weren't able to do that in game two. So I, you got to get back to that if you're Boston. And then pound the glass. Like you said, they're, they're undersized. Um, but but you got you to take that size and use it to our advantage. But I will say Robert Williams is looking isn't looking too great. Um, he's he's looking injured, and I think that's that's not good if you're Boston. But at the same time, I think they're better when they're able to play small with one big on the floor. So let's see if they can match the Warriors and their size that way with the, with the smaller lineup and Grant Williams on the floor. Man, Jay, and then and then one only one other thing I wanted to add here for the Celtics is I was genuinely like I don't know if I was the only one. But I was like so confused as to why the Celtics stopped playing all their starters with ten minutes left in the fourth quarter. Like I, I, I thought it was still a, I, the Warriors were winning, but I don't think I don't think the game was over. Like mm-hmm. that's that's literally what happened last game. The 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 Celtics came, but they were down by twelve coming into the fourth quarter, and then the Celtics ended up winning by fifteen at the game one. But like I don't know, I just had to throw that out there. I don't know. That mm-hmm. was ten minutes left, and uh, Peyton Pritchard was out there. Uh, also, another guy who why is he out there? Um, I just, I don't yeah. know. I don't think Peyton Pritchard should be out there, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Very struggling, man. But all right, Jay. So so look, Jay. Great, great. We really got a series, Jay. If I mm-hmm. if we can wrap this up in, in in the same way we started, Jay, we really got a series. But before we get out of here, Jay, I have one question I got to ask you, and this is this is more awesome. Like I could have just called you to ask you this, but I need to know. I want the fans to know. So we here live. We getting your answer, Jay. All right. As a dub nation. All right. So take out the NBA side of you. Just warrior side of Jay Hill. Would you rather have Andrew Wiggins or Harrison Barnes? When Harrison Barnes was doing his thing, though, that's a hard one, Jay. I seen that on Twitter. Ooh, I had to ask you. That's a tough question. That's a tough one. one. Harrison's got a ring, but Wiggins is, does, from a shot creation standpoint, I feel like Wiggins is a little bit better of a, a shot creator than Harrison Barnes. Um, That's tough. And, and, and this year he's shooting, well, in the, in the years, uh, year before, he's shooting knockdown for around 40% clip from, from the three-point line, so – I'm leaning toward more towards Wiggins, but it's hard because Barnes in that 2015 season, man, he was such a huge part of what the Warriors did on the wing. So I'm leaning towards Wiggs. I ain't gonna lie, though. Um, Maybe I might it might be the prisoner of the moment in me right now from from seeing what he's doing. Uh, but it's tough. I'm gonna lean towards Wiggins right now. I'm gonna say Wiggins. 
I can't, I can't. Uh, so you, you going for show Wiggins? I can't let the fence be up, Jay. I'm yeah, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Wiggins right now. I'm gonna go Wiggins right now. Uh, I might, I might, it might be regretted, but I'm gonna go Wiggins right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's a tough one though, Roger. I knew you was going. Yeah. To, I knew that one was gonna be tough. Who would you say? I, I I would say Andrew Wiggins as well. I think yeah. not only is he a, a, a better scorer, like I think all, all around, um, Harrison mm-hmm. Barger may be, a, may be a better shooter, but I think uh, he can just get to the cup. It's not like Andrew Wiggins can't shoot. I think Andrew mm-hmm. Wiggins is the better athlete. Um, mm-hmm. You could start making an argument on defender. It's not mm-hmm. like Andrew Wiggins is a bad defender. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm right there with you, Jay. I'm definitely going, hey, Wiggs. The Canadian Mamba, Jay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, man. Well, look, Jay. Um, game one and game two, boy, it was a great game. Um, for everybody, for all the family at home, you know, if you guys haven't had time to watch the game, don't worry about it. You know, just, you know, you got, you got an update, you got a review of how game ones and game two went. Um, Jay, any, anything, any last words, Jay, as we got game three coming up here on, um, on Wednesday, today's Sunday, June 5th. Yeah, this, this, this series shifts to, to Boston. So it's going to, I'm looking forward to, to what we got in store for, for game, for game three, I expect it to be a lot closer, um, and, and we'll see what comes out w- with more passion and, and energy from the start because both teams know how big game three is going to be um, on, on the road for the Warriors and then at home for the Celtics. Got to always man. protect home court. Man, Jay, got to got to got to protect that home mm. court, man. So. All right, Jay. Well, look, man, for, for all the family, man, we appreciate you guys uh, watching, watching, staying through the whole time. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, man. Uh, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, man. We'd be live over there posting highlights, posting everything, man. Just come, come, come find out for yourself. <laughs> so, right. Uh, so, all right, man, that's it. We out of here, y'all. Clutch talk out. Peace.